This is Kate Beckinsale. You're listening to Bacon Sale. Bacon Sale. Bacon Sale. This episode they'll be singing. Yeah. Sharing stories and categories. Hey, aren't you glad you press play? Oh, that was beautiful. Wow. That was lovely. Like to warm all your hearts with you this honestly kind of did of of song, Joel. <laughs> like I'm, right at the end there, I I, I kind of fell in love with you a little bit. <laughs> wow. Uh, Zach, do you have a song. crush on him too? So big. Yeah, it's the Bing. I use I use the Bing voice. Oh, okay. Uh, welcome to Bing. So I'm Joel. <laughs> yes, you are. I, I'm Kent. <laughs> I'm flushed. <laughs> I am. I am very I'm very attractive to Joel, but I am Zach. <laughs> We'd like right. to thank you for listening to our last show, our cable IMAX erase show. So yeah. random, so good. Where I, I don't even know what to bring up because there were so many random things that happened on that show. Right. But we, 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 we erased things that probably shouldn't have been erased. People got pretty upset about some things we erased. And there was the question of the Emma's. Yes. Emma Stone yeah, Thompson. That, that got yeah, a lot of kind of a note. In yeah. certain contexts, like no question, right? Right. Yeah. But there was also some shout outs about the episode art, which is one of my favorites. Yes. Yeah, the, it was fun to do. Love yeah. It. Yeah. Which the fun dip, lick made, whatever you want to call it, brought back memories. By the way, that. just stop complimenting the art because I know I'm going to disappoint everyone for a couple weeks in a row. <laughs> yeah. And when I don't get those compliments, I'm like, no, oh, oh, we're going on break. Remember? Oh, yeah. Yes. Because our season finale, the Bacon Cell season finale is yeah. going to be on the 21st of December. And so you'll have oh. a break, Ken. And people won't, you won't have to do any artwork for a while. Really? Yeah. You promise? We're going to just take a break and recoup and, you know, recover from 2020. I hope so. Yes, please. I've got something fun cooking. You guys will find out later. Ooh, really? Yeah. Speaking of something fun cooking. What do we got? We have tomorrow. If you're listening to this when this airs on the 7th, tomorrow is our patron Zoom meeting. Our, the Zoom where it happened. (laughs) That's what we stuck with. I like that one. That's the Zoom where it happened. It seems very 2020. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to be meeting with patrons and having a one-on-one, not one-on-one, but you know, face-to-face Zoom time where mm-hmm. we get to talk to you and just interact and have some fun, maybe play some games. But it's going to be tomorrow night starting at 7.30. If you're a patron, you should be able to find details on patreon.com slash bacon sell. Speaking of patrons, <gasps> we don't have we have one? a new patron? We do. The Shadow. The sh- wait, just The Shadow? That's all they said. The Shadow. The Shadow. Does anyone know who it is? I don't. Then you say the shadow knows. Oh, I should have said <laughs> that. Because of build up. Because he knows who what evil lurks in the hearts of men. There you go. Yeah. The shadow. Okay. So the shadow. This is your shout out. Thank you for being a. a uh, I am the listener tier. Seriously, they can sell. Yeah. No. Wow. So, so we get to meet. The so shadow. we may. If I mean that's the one where they get they they get to suggest an idea and possibly come on the show. So mysterious. I love it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, thank you, the shadow, for being a patron. We appreciate it. Well, before we get in the episode, I did have some fun comments that oh, I yeah, liked. Yeah. So uh, we have Joe Belliston mm-hmm. on Instagram said some very horrible decisions made. <laughs> Big and sell. I'm eating Texas Roadhouse and watching Christmas Vacation every day. That's so those pretty are some that were removed. I yeah. kind of regret. Like, That's bad for your health. Thinking it, about it, I regret. Olive Garden Kent, kind of is the worst. Are Both you serious? Kent and I erased Christmas Vacation. One of us should have kept it in our reality. So yeah. I'll do that. Yeah. Okay. I like it. Yeah. Now this is this also gives like a view into your personalities, and so some people did find that they were agreeing with like you know one side or the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan Farron on Twitter says, "I think I agreed more closely with Kent, which must be why I got Kent when I did that personality quiz you guys <laughs> did one time." I like how it's like different sides of the spectrum. It's yeah. not just like me on one side and Joel on the other. We're we're pretty closely aligned on a lot of things. How do you feel about Christmas music, Kent? It's okay. 
I love it. <laughs> I like it too. I love it. I like it a lot. But I just really loved this one from Facebook. Brian Madsen says, Joel, take back what you said about Space Jam. Never! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you caught Terrible some heat movie. for that one. Terrible movie. Call me your Lola buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's not what we're talking about today. What are we talking about today, Zach? We are talking Christmas music. And I'm so excited. Oh, man. The last time we did a Christmas <laughs> category, Christmas music category show, was in 2015. What? Season one of Bacon Cell. Episode 37, Podcast You Gentlemen, which if you haven't listened to, go back and listen to it now because there's a lot of good music on there. Why haven't we milked this more? I don't know. <laughs> well, right? it's because you hate Christmas music. You hate Christmas I, no, music I so like. Much. I think we used every Christmas song ever written we in that one not, episode. We didn't. We each did 25 choices. Yes. And that's all Christmas songs ever. No, it's not. Because yeah. I have some that we're going to be using today, and I still have some that I haven't been able to of use Of course today. you do. So I may have to push for a third one. I know. There are some that I, was, I couldn't make it work. There's yeah, a lot of Vince Gill songs you want to add onto the list. I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But here's the thing. Because of the last two shows, the last two weeks here on Bacon Sale, I have uh, spent a lot of time listening to season one episodes. They're fun. <laughs> Sorry. It's, it's very interesting. Yeah, <laughs> the episodes. audio quality is a little bit lower. Well, in fact, the, the episode 37 podcast, You Married Gentlemen, mm-hmm. was the first time you added music in in post. Yeah. Because before that, uh, for, 30, for 36 no. episodes, whenever we wanted to play music, we'd hold up the laptop to the, <laughs> to the microphone and hope that you could hear it. Yeah. And we're even like, we're trying out this new thing we've tried a few times. So it's like a category type show. Yeah. <laughs> Super weird. We're, no, like, like we're going to try to add music like Greg's Guide did and we're yeah. going to see if it works. But yeah. Which, by the way, if you're not listening to Greg's Guide you music, you should. Yeah, it's, the it's the best. And uh, it was also very interesting because you guys you know, were on a limited time frame. You had your categories, and then at one point it was like, lightning round, we just need to go fast now because yeah, the lunch I break's know. almost over. We were at work, and we had a lunch it break. It was fun. Yeah. yeah. But so we're, we're not going to do that because we're going to jump right into it. We're going to give you 12. We, we cut it down 25 last time. Because Zach is playing this. Because yes, Zach I is am. playing this. So we're each doing 12, which 12 is also a Christmassy number. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we're going to give like the worst Christmas 12 song ever. picks of 12 Christmas songs that warm our heart or make us want to claw our ears off. Mostly positive on this one, I'd say. I'm mostly positive about Christmas music. No, last time we had like worst, most annoying, most overplayed. This one, I think there's like only one bad choice. Because I had to skew skew it to the positive. And we are including a playlist this week. So check out our social media pages because Joel is creating a playlist Mm -hmm. and I'm volunteering you through that. Yeah, I've I've already created a a playlist for our previous show, uh, which you probably saw on social media. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to be creating a playlist for this show as well. So you can have two Bacon Cell Christmas playlists. We don't want too many awful songs. So no, that's always the worst when we're playing this right. nice Christmas playlist, and all of a sudden, like Christmas shoes seasons, shows up. Yeah, twelve songs show up. I right. tried to factor that in, which I'm still getting hate for from the Beach Boy show about. I tried to factor that in with my like bad choices. Like other people will probably like this. Yeah, now you're trying to explain that <laughs> yeah, off. Like a year I'm later, tra- you least, just hated mainstream least, songs. Least favorite. <clears throat> I love Christmas music. It's it's really good. So, really quickly, like you, w- what is your stance on when you can listen to Christmas music? And when it's okay, when do you like to do it? Uh, we have a rule in my house. This is a, a rule that I married into, but you can listen to Christmas Just music. Just like the yams. yams. Well, yeah, <laughs> I married into yams. And then you can listen to Christmas music on the first snow, but only on that day. It's not, that's not like what the, if it snows in October? That's the, it has to happen. That's the rule. It must? It will. And so that's the one allowance <laughs> I allow. Because I'll let you guys know this. The word Christmas is not allowed in my house in October 
because my kids know if they say Christmas around me, I get to take a piece of their Halloween bag candy. Okay. Yeah, and so like it Halloween. builds up. I keep a tally. And so they call it the holiday for like all of October. But once uh, Halloween, you're like over, Starbucks now. Yeah. Christmas is not allowed in this house. But then we flip the switch in November. Christmas, the word is allowed. But mm-hmm. I like once again, I like to save it mostly for the season. So every now and then a, a song or two will sneak in in November, but it's not till after Thanksgiving. And then I flip the switch and I'm like, Christmas time is here. Yeah. Yeah. I go December 1st. Yeah. December 1st, no Christmas music before that. I know a lot of people there like day after Thanksgiving. Yeah. I'm ready to go. The tree is up. My tree's yeah. not up yet. My tree's up. Lights are up. Yeah. We're good. Christmas music playing. The, the tree, the, driving around seeing the lights and listening to Christmas music, it makes me feel good because especially this year, we need this warmth. We need a little And so Christmas. embrace it. If people listen in September, right I guess minute. I can't judge them too poorly. This, or if they listen to the music through January, go for it. Yeah. This this year felt like kind of like, you know what? Pull the ripcord early. Yeah. It's okay. Honestly. Just not October. What about you, Zach? I generally am a I wait until December kind of person, mm-hmm. though I'm cool with it after Thanksgiving. But I'm also I don't, I'm not big on like giving anybody a hard time if they want to listen to it anytime sooner. Uh, but I try and avoid it if I can. That thing is, you know, whole, me and my house, we will listen to Christmas music. Yeah. You know, kind of a thing like that. Yeah. But like I will roll my eyes at someone, but I wouldn't attack someone for listening to it. No. I'll, some of the people that listen to it like 24, like the entire year, I'm like, you're, you're taking the special away from Christmas. Yeah. But I, I'm a big fan. I can't be Christmas. I love to sing along, and and I also really always liked it, especially as I was sort of getting my, uh, my own like singing voice. That at Christmas time, there's a lot of like lower voiced singers. There, are. yeah. And so when I was like a bass and didn't the know crooners. how to use my voice, um, it was fun for me to sing along. Are you with. saying basses don't know how to use their voice, Zach? No, I, I'm saying I became a tenor like two two lessons. Are you saying into tenors training. are better than basses? Is that what you're saying? They get more, wow. par- they get more so, parts in musical theater. Joel, true. two minutes ago, I don't attack people. We're <laughs> playing Christmas music. Okay. He's attacking my vocal range. <laughs> but uh, I, I like Christmas music, just not really until December. We like it yeah. so much. It's been five years since we did the last show. So let's move on. Because you felt like we we fifty songs was all there was. It's all there is. Yeah. There's so many more. <laughs> Which, by the way, one of the rules is that we aren't allowed to use picks that were previously used, mm-hmm. ours or other people's. So those 50 songs that Kent and I used last time are not allowed. Zach, we gave a little bit of a leeway to because we get I some, wasn't here. Yeah, well, he wasn't here. And honorable mentions, he was allowed to use. If we, Wait, if he gets to use picks. our picks? If they weren't official picks, he can use them. Okay. Right? I didn't use yours. Okay. I don't think. Wow. I, I actually haven't crossed You found more than Oops. 50 Christmas songs? Oops. So before we go, I just want to, I feel like we just kind of need to get in the Christmas spirit right now. I feel like we're not there. And last year, Joel and I, we picked two songs that get us into the Christmas spirit. Uh And so I want to get something that's just going to get us all fired up. So here we go. Uh What? This isn't even a category. You shut your face. I was going to go go the whole show without hearing the song because we already used it last time. I feel like it's Rocky IV and I'm trained to fight the Russian. You've brainwashed my 11-year-old son to play this and laugh at me. Wait, what happened? He plays this now and be like, Dad, it's on. Because he knows how much I dislike it because he listened to that episode. I'm only playing that because I'm not mentioning it at all during this episode. And I feel remiss. Well, I'm going to turn on Jingle Bell Rock now. No, please Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell Rock. All right, let's get started for real, Joel. That's the last time. I'm not going to do any Joel jokes. Okay. That's the last time. Um, dare you. I also throw back to that last episode. I was really mad that you picked Last Christmas by Wham as a guilty pleasure. I, I have Wham. no guilt on my love for that song, and I can't <laughs> talk about horrible. it. What do you think of the Jimmy World version? Do you like it as well? It's fine. Yeah. <sighs> I like the George Michael one best, or the Wham one best. Yeah, yeah they're both good. It's great. Anyway, anyway. what's our first category? Kent, you just, you just don't know. <laughs> I'm just trying to rush us. <laughs> you just don't know. Okay, let's start off with one. Let's just get this out of the way now. This is a can't resist singing category. Let's just start off singing. 
I'll start us off then because I feel like this one is probably the most appropriate one to sing at the beginning of the Christmas season. Oh, here we go. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Oh, listen to that velvety voice of Bing Crosby. That's right, the voice of Christmas, as told by Ken Dunn in an article he wrote at Top Ten Reviews. But this song is one where, oh man, I want to sing along right now to it. Of course you do. But this one is one where I will sing it. Not just when the song is playing, but when it snows. It's snowing outside, and all of a sudden I'll be out there. It's beginning to look a lot like <laughs> Christmas. Dad, stop it. And all the time. This is one where I just love singing along with it. And then you get the little fast little parts in the middle that are fun to sing. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, Bing Crosby is probably the version I most think of when I hear this song. Right. But this was actually written in 1951 by Meredith Wilson and Perry Como. And the Fortune Sister had the big hit on it. Like Perry Como was the one who had kind of the big hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this version, uh, Bing Crosby, the uh, Perry Como's version, Bing Crosby version, the Chipmunks version, I enjoy. Johnny Mathis did one for uh, that was in Home so Alone. So this is just a song. That yes. No matter regardless of who sings it. But it's just one of those catchphrases. Like anytime yeah. anything remotely Christmas happens, you can almost inevitably be picked that someone was going to say. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. But then you jump in on the round like sleigh bells and yes. holly berries. Yes. Yeah. I oh, you guys. I don't know those so words. So we all know that I kind of like to be a Scrooge, right? Like I want to be a Grinch and be like, I don't like Christmas music. And so when I consider this category, which is can't resist singing, I think of a song that I actually try to resist singing, but I can't. Silver bells. Silver bells. Silver bells. So I hear this song and I go, oh, City Sidewalks, like, oh, this song is so sleepy. And then they jump into it, Silver Bells, and you can't fight it. That was my opener. Yeah, I couldn't exactly. find a place for this song. Right. So I put it it the needed to be mentioned. And as you mentioned, we can go through the history of these. Every single one of these songs, like Christmas music, you could just say covers, right? Because yeah. there was an original at one time. But now they've just become traditional music. Yeah, there's so many out there that's, I mean, each song is done by like a dozen different people. Right. Like, and in fact, that was the career of any Rat Packer back in the day. It was like, <laughs> here's my seventh Christmas album that my buddy did as well. Yeah. And so like Dean Martin did one of the originals, not the original, Bing Crosby before mm-hmm. him. Course, yeah. The one I chose for the playlist is actually Michael Buble because I feel like he should be mentioned. Definitely. Because Michael Buble's voice, he's like the modern crooner. It, it is. It's the crooner voice. Right. Like Zach said, it's these, it's these baritone basses that are given a chance to finally shine. Michael Bublé is a hack. How dare you? Shame someone. on you. He, he's a Canadian treasure. He's the he's shadow of better singers. <gasps> Unbelievable. I'm going to back him up on this one. Nope. Michael Bublé is charming. You're nope. saying he's Johnson? Johnson? Robin Light? Nope. His when Joel sang that opener, he became my Michael Bublé. <laughs> there are so many better options than Bublé. Oh, go on. <laughs> yeah. Harry Connick Jr. is better than Michael Bublé. Is he still alive? (laughs) Oh, stop. (laughs) Kick the tires and light the fires, Big Daddy. But this song was going to be called Tinkle Bells back in the day. Oh, glad that changed. So the songwriter, he went home and he was telling his wife about the song. And his wife said, are you out of your mind? Do you know what the word tinkle means? Which who doesn't know what tinkle means? And she's like, it means urination. He's like, oh my gosh, I got to change the words of this song. Tinkle Bells. (laughs) Which would have worked fine. Uh, I got to take a mid-show break, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying the word. Yeah. But Silver Bells, it just gets stuck in my head. And I I don't want to sing it, but then I'm like, it's beautiful. Yeah, it really is. That's one yeah. of the ones that just warms my heart, too. Mm-hmm. Zach? This is a weird start, but I cheated a little bit what? on this one. Yeah. Mine's weird, but it, it's something I definitely sing along or can't resist singing along to mm-hmm. in some form. Mm-hmm. 
This is an instrumental. Instrumental, Zach. Yeah. I know. Do you, do you make the noise of the, the wood blocks? James Bond? I do. You're like in a jazz band. You're just doing mouth sounds. Ready? Ready? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Jake, are you here right now? What's going on? Oh man, this is a good pick too, though. But even even the regular version of this song, okay, even the uh, sleigh, this, this is sleigh ride. If you don't know, yeah. mm-hmm. the, even the regular version of this song, and and honestly, pick a singer, any of them, uh, mm-hmm. the Ronettes, Karen Carpenter, Amy Grant, uh, Amy Grant. Uh, the, it's it's good every time. Yeah, Ella yeah. Fitzgerald. It's See, it's such a fun song. It's upbeat, but I I it's one of those I like the instrumental as much as I like it sung. But if it's a sung version, I will always sing along. I will be whistling this one yeah. a lot. During it's a toe season. tapper. Oh yeah. But if it's an instrumental, I'm still quote singing along to this one. Ah. This is one of the. the and you just look like a crazy person in your car. Yeah. I don't think that's a cheat. I think that's a that's a very good. So pick. so I do sing along to the regular one, but I sing along to the instrumental as well. It's kind of strange. Yeah. Band geek. Fun fun fact <laughs> about Sleigh Ride. It was written during a heat wave. In 1946. Mm-hmm. Someone was dreaming about <laughs> fever cold. dreams. Yeah. 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 So there we go. It's a, it's a song. I love the heat. I, I want to, like, I've never been like, I haven't been able to play instruments. I, I took piano, but I mm-hmm. really don't remember much anything right. about it. But I was like, I want to be the woodblock guy. This is back there and just waits for. <laughs> that was dun, your aspiration? Dun, 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 dun. It's like the, all the slap. Wait. Yeah. So when your teacher's like, hey, did you practice for 30 minutes a day? Yeah. It's this, I just hit it once. <laughs> Woodblocks. It's cool. It's it's like this little like wooden plank thing that you slap. Yeah, it's great. Love it. Anyway, that's my pick. All right, next up we have only one version is good, and the rest are crap. So this is your pick. Let's start with you, Kent. What is your pick for the only good version of a song? So I'm jumping ahead past Christmas. Past Christmas? Yeah, I'm so sorry, but this happens every New Year's. Should old acquaintance be This is Auld Lang Syne by Andrew Bird. He's one of my hipster artists. But he, he had a Christmas album that came out recently. And I hate the song Auld Lang Syne. I hate it. Because you so, don't know what Auld Lang Syne means? Nobody does. And the song generally... <laughs> It, so this one is really like it's a peppy bluegrass one and everyone right. should listen to this on the playlist like it's really pleasant and it sounds like a song that someone wrote instead of a <laughs> bunch of people arm in arm really slowly drunkenly singing the champagne oh and i hate unified oh, singing of joy oh when they sing we twa hey pidle e the burn free morning sun till dine but seas between us braid can, 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 can a stroke cut the show <laughs> cut the show <laughs> those are the lyrics <laughs> Nobody so knows. I don't care for this song at all. And so I was like, I was listening to this this last week and I'm like, I, that's really nice. It's really pleasant. So Andrew Bird, Odd Lang Syne. So jump this on ahead a little one. bit. Yes. Okay. Zach, what do you got? All right. For mine, I, I have a, a feeling this song may come up again. And this is a little bit of a cheat again uh, because this is a, two, a piece of, of the song. But I absolutely detest this song that uh, that is involved here. But I love this version. I hate hate the little, little drummer boy. Hate it. Well, I just feel bad for Mary, who's just given birth. And the kid comes walking, he's like, listen to my drums! Woohoo! It's so gentle, it's like parumpa pum No, it's not per- you know if it was a kid, it's not it's a little oh, yeah. drummer it's, boy. It's the neighbor's kid, you're like I've seriously. Boys. Yeah. But oh. this is the David Bowie version, right? Yep. Or he starts singing Peace and on Bing Earth, Crosby. David Bowie. Mm-hmm. So this is on B- Bing Crosby's last holiday special in like 1977. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bing Crosby and David Bowie singing, weird combo. 
I think the song works. I love hearing Bing Crosby sing the Rumpa Pumps. Uh, guess who hated that song as well? What? David Bowie. I believe it. He didn't want to sing it at all. And that's why they're like, hey, let's throw a piece on Earth in there. Let's mix it real quick. Yeah. And so in an hour, they had prepared that song. Yeah. yeah. And I think it, it makes that... Uh, I don't like Little Drummer Boy, so it makes it better for me. I like it, this version. And... Uh, that's like one of those things when they're like, you know, hey, add Tabasco sauce to a grape. And you're like, that sounds terrible. And then you eat it and you're like, whoa, that was actually good. That's your example? I, I don't even know if that's a real thing. <laughs> yeah. But it shouldn't work, but it does. I'm going to try that now. But I, I agree, Zach. That's one of those ones that I'm like, you don't like the song either. I don't like the little drummer boy as much. But that version, I'm it's like, fu- it's, oh, it's, that, it's a classic. It feels listen. warm and hearthy yeah. and, and fun. Yeah. Now, this this is not uh, this is kind of a cheat, I guess, because this is like the version of it. And it's just because I think this version sounds so perfect that anyone else that tries it sounds stupid and silly. OK. <laughs> You're a mean one. Oh, Mr. Yep. Grinch. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Can you Great imagine choice. anyone but Tony the Tiger singing this song? They're great. Because that's the same voice. Actually, was it the future who sang it in the Grinch from a couple of years ago? And he's like, you're a real mean one, Mr. Grinch. Stop yeah. it. Any version of this is bad. But this is good. Like, you hear this, and you're like, it is oh, the one. Like, yeah. this is by Thurl Ravenscroft. Which is, that's not Such, an is awesome that a cool fake name. name. Thurl Ravenscroft. That's an Tier awesome one. name. Like a lot of people think it's actually uh, Boris Karloff who does the narration of yeah. How the Grinch Stole Christmas. But no, this is Thurl Ravenscroft who is the voice of Tony the Tiger from Frosted Flakes. Was there a version in the Ron Howard Grinch movie? I blocked that. Saying, <laughs> that does have some good songs on the soundtrack, but I don't remember a version oh, of this song. Yeah, yeah. but that was one where song. like, I, I just, I can't take it when other people try to do it. Like when, you know, the... The the choir tries to do it, or the acapella band. Any tries to any it, cover of band. this song just doesn't quite work, does no, it? No, because this yeah. is it's the voice, it's the music, it's it is. Your Mimo Mister Grinch by Thurl Ravencroft's the only good version of that song. I dare you to try to find one that's better, or even that's as a great good. choice. Yeah. Okay, uh, that that's a really good choice. Thank you. I like that one. All right, for our next category, we're gonna go. We'll, we'll get negative for a minute because it's been so positive this whole time. <laughs> Let's go with worst acapella cover. <laughs> Which, when I did this category, I actually, we were submitting categories for the show and I had best acapella cover and worst acapella cover as contenders. And both Zach and Kent went like, is there a best acapella cover? No. Yeah. There is. I, when I see the word acapella, it's white noise to me. I glaze right over it. Acapella is the worst. You guys just mentioned choirs singing bad versions. Mm-hmm. And to me, that is acapella. But it captures the spirit of Aka Christmas, Kent. <laughs> oh, Aka, excuse me? <laughs> that sounds horrible. Yeah. I am not a big fan of acapella. And I, I think it. I'm probably going to get in trouble for this pick because this, this group is like the name. <laughs> yes. And yes. I pick them. And. Based on previous comments, we'll, we'll talk about why. But here's my pick. Your eyes just went dead when that so came on. Man, I hate it. Is this the Sonic soundtrack? Like, what's going on just here? Oh, it's your song. I know. That's that's why. I love this song, and I feel like this is like stomping on everything I love. This is Pentatonix? This is Pentatonix singing Sleigh Ride. Is there blood coming from my ear <laughs> right You're now? fine. Now, I do like some of the um, Pentatonix Christmas stuff. They do a Nutcracker medley thing that's pretty good. Mm -hmm. But this song was just like, there are so many better versions of this song. Could you imagine going to a full concert of Pentatonix? I can. 
Have oh. you gone? No, but I used, we used to go to the voicemail. Uh, remember voicemail? Voicemail. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we used to go to their Christmas concerts. And they I were, love them. There was a, a good element of comedy involved. Yes, they in are. That's why they're funny. Comedy. Comedy is funny, guys. The thing is, they, is don't take, they don't take themselves too seriously. And so they do these little jokes in between that make you laugh as you're watching it. Voicemail's Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is quite funny. Yeah. No. See? No. No. They're, but acapella, not my favorite thing. Uh, and yes, that I love sleigh rides so much. And so when I heard that version, I'm like, my favorite version of this song is like a full symphony orchestra. But by all means, five voices, go for it. I liked it. I think it was good, Zach. <laughs> the choice was worst acapella. I know, but acapella. I still liked it. But yeah, mine, sure. this used to be on my playlist. And I, I've removed very few songs from my playlist, from my Christmas playlist, like the overall one. Yeah. This one got deleted off my computer because I was like, I can't, I can't handle this song anymore. It's not by a traditional acapella group, okay. but they decided to do an acapella number, and I think they failed, and I might get in trouble for this. Destiny's Child? <laughs> Destiny's Child. It's so slow. This is Opera of the Bells off their Eight Days of Christmas album. And this is, if you don't know who Destiny's Child did, it's Beyonce before Beyonce was Beyonce. This is Beyonce. And two other girls. girls. Michelle Williams. Kelly Rowland was in the band too. Who? <sighs> Rude. <laughs> oh, God. So I'm trying to talk over it so we don't have to listen. Ding, 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 ding. Ding, 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 ding in the background. Hold on, wait. Can you the, hear the Christmas they, bells? They start yelling at you at this part. And the thing is, they're trying to do this kind of contrast thing of like soft and loud and dissonance and harmony. And it's just, it's so great. Okay, the, the dissonance Wait. is grating. The dynamics are distracting. And they keep yelling at you during the song. Why does that sound like every recent Beyonce single that's come out in the past five years? Because I think she's just reverting to her roots. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I cannot stand Opera of the Bells. I love Carol the Bells. I think it's a fantabulous song. That's why I say Fantabulous. That's not a word. That's a Christmassy word. Yeah. One and time I used that word in a Dickens play. Don't ask. It was, it was <laughs> on an accident. It was an accident. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, sure. Yeah. Fantabulous. Oops. Uh, Dickens was a writer. Oops. Uh, but this, yeah, yeah, I cannot stand this song. And I generally like acapella covers. I generally like Carol the Bells, but Destiny's Child failed on this yeah it's, it's so, gross and when we mentioned beyonce being overrated before i think this is a good example we're in trouble on oh. this show pentatonics and beyonce mm-hmm. guys i think we're going to be okay because i'm going to offend the fans of straight no chaser or snc for short wow who is straight no chaser it's just a male group or male acapella, group, acapella. i guess they so probably this, started in college this is a yeah it's a they actually started yeah. at indiana university yeah oh. and these guys well i'll play the song now this is joy to the world sing joy Sing joy to the world. I, don't uh-huh. like, I don't like this. Yeah, Sing it's really bad. Like, if I'm being, like, chased by someone who's about to stab me in a dark alley, <laughs> I'm probably going to hear this song. I'm like, oh, I have never been more afraid in my life. Like, get to the point. If you're going to sing Joy to the World, like, it just doesn't end. No. Do you want to yeah. die right now? So no, bad. I don't like that because Joy to the World has a very familiar Triumphant. melody yes and they're not getting there this is like i the tiger never getting to the dun 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 it's yeah like, it's, it's, it's a tiny dancer that never hits the tiny dancer part. yes here we go i want to die right now come stab me please it's <laughs> it's terrible and so please, please turn it off. they do several christmas songs oh there's a few original ones that i wanted to choose but this was worst acapella cover and this is one of those bands that 
They were big in college, but then at YouTube in like 2008, one of their videos from 10 years ago, they did 12 Days of Christmas and it was funny mm-hmm. and I, it was really successful. And then so they got signed for five albums. And so all the original members came back. Wow. And wow. they're ruining Christmas to this day. So <laughs> thanks, Straight No Chaser. It's a bold pick. <laughs> I know. You guys are going with Beyonce and pentatonics. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you're like, like Utah's own pentatonics. Let's be honest. Probably. Yeah. Beyond, Utah's own Beyonce. No. <laughs> no. Hey, we're not making fun of vocal point. Ah. Yeah. Or colors. You guys remember colors? Yeah. Nope. Yeah. I remember them. Okay. Now we're going to, I mean, again, this is weird because I feel like most Christmas music is covers, but this category is odd cover, but you love it. Bear with me on this. Okay, guys. Okay. Just hear me out. Yeah. My, my choice is very vanilla here. Let's see what Joel's got. Then how the reindeer loved him. Wait, wait. And the shouted out with glee. Yippee. Rudolph the red nose. Reindeer, you go down here it comes. His story. Wait for it, wait for it. Rudolph the red nose. But I don't You don't love this. I do. You've made fun of this on several occasions. I know, and that's why. Here's the thing. So this is Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer by Jewel, and I believe her mother, uh, Nedra Carroll. And this no, is that's Zoe Deschanel. No. But don't get That's her mom in the video. I can hear her tooth in that song. Oh, Zach. <laughs> that was rude. I spent thousands of dollars to fix mine. She can't. So, <laughs> Zach. You're playing anyway, foolish games right now. So okay? this is one where uh, we, when I was back, uh, co-workers back at Overstock with copywriters, mm-hmm. we would play music all the time. And someone shared this video of her and her mom, and she starts scatting during Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Uh, just that badoing a doing And so then it became this running gag wherever we'd sing Christmas song, we'd start throwing badoing a doings in them. <laughs> and it became this humorous thing. <laughs> Never now, toss in badoing a doings <laughs> Every time I hear this song now, I start getting this goofy grin on my face because I think of. Uh, but just do you listen to the it. song all the way through? Yes, it's what? only no. like a minute. It's a minute twenty-four. Okay, it's That's a short bad. song. But this song, like you brought up, I think Rudolph's Red Nose Reindeer last time, mm-hmm. uh, based on a marketing company that made this story, and then the brother of the person in the marketing company wrote the song, yeah. and they gave it to Gene Autry. It's this whole kind of weird origin story. But this version of it, this odd, weird, scatting cover of it has brought me so much joy over the last couple of years that now I genuinely like the song. I shouldn't say genuinely. I still laugh at it because I crack You up. ironically love it. Every time the bedoing doing happens, I start laughing. <laughs> hey, hey. That's just you Joel. Too. Hey, you said Joel's life. Family-friendly, Joel. <laughs> Family-friendly, your mind. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> what bedoing doing do you got, Ken? Oh, it's, it's time to rock out because we need a different sort of tempo from that one. We do. So I chose this one. It will sound familiar at first, but it's a completely different band. Okay. This is odd. Freshman. This is Carol of the Bells by August Burns Red. Okay. So yeah. people are very familiar with like Trans-Siberian Orchestra and sure. their version of this song, and it's rocking. This song is rocking. Yeah. Like with an N apostrophe. There are like three times the notes in this song than the Trans-Siberian Orchestra yeah. version. And I went and I listened to a few other tracks just from this like band. Just like Trans-Siberian Orchestra have a couple Red Bulls then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And this is metalcore. Like this band is straight up metalcore. It, the other songs, you can't hear a thing that post, they're singing. There's no singing metal, here. What? Right. Where everything's written in some weird font for the band name. You can't really tell what <laughs> it like says. It's like one of those things on, uh, uh, what's that, Illuminati thing where you can turn it yeah. all different ways and it says But the same really, thing. it's like if you clipped your fingernails and put them down it's on the floor. It's a band logo. It's yeah. a band logo. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but they also have a great version of All I Want for Christmas is You. And 
a lot of their Christmas stuff has no vocals and almost works Not better. Like because the growly, screamy thing. And I kind of wish it did, but it's this song is great. Listen to this whole thing. I obviously played the heaviest part of the song, but there's such a cool buildup. So I have to get to listen. Yeah, that, you'll, you'll that, really like it. That was odd, but I was like, I could listen to that. Yeah, no, it's cool. It's yeah. rock. Because I don't know if you guys know this, but I like Christmas music. So. <laughs> Really? I like, yeah. I like, I like smiling. Smiling is my favorite. I don't know. What, what I like nice days. Oh, that's good. <laughs> all right. Mine is not weird at all in comparison to your two. Those are kind of strange. Uh, but I just really mostly. <laughs> not weird compared to Joel's Badoingadoing. <laughs> Nothing is. Family friendly. <laughs> don't make it possessive. That makes it weird. <laughs> Joel's Badoingadoing. Stop it. <laughs> Family friendly. <laughs> this is a Christmas episode. Children are going to listen so to wholesome. this. Okay, so this is a cover of a very popular song, and I think any cover of this one is a little weird because the original version is so iconic, but I'd like to play it for you. This is a Prince. <laughs> it sounds like Did it. Did anybody have it together here today? No. So you know Mariah Carey, right? Definitely not her. Definitely not. She's been smooth. What does it sound like? I don't care about the Share? Yeah. No. So this is a guy named Mark Martell. Are you familiar? Is, no. Is he like Cher? Mark Martell is, uh, he's a singer. He's got a lot of fame on YouTube. But he uh, was the lead singer of Queen Extravaganza because he sounds so much like Freddie Mercury. It's crazy. So he's like Adam Lambert, Kirkland style. Yeah. Okay. Like, but more like Freddie Mercury, not the same energy. Okay. Then he put out this kind of like old school rock and roll version of this song. Okay, a little, uh, yeah, yeah, a little doo-wop there. And then it's a little bit confusing because it's almost like this is the crazy little thing called love version mm-hmm. of, I dig it, of uh, All I Want for Christmas is You. So it's a very like modern baseball. song. Like a, it's the modern, you know, Christmas song, but it's an old school sounding kind of old rock and roll version of it. I'm liking it. Yeah. This is, this Does is, he hit the high note? Probably not the same high note. Okay. No. But he does decent. It's kind of a fun little rock and roll song. Okay, though. it's like it's chill, right? Yeah. It's like it's like the Sprite version of that song. Yeah, it turns it it's into refreshing. Kind of what's, a fun fun what's rock. What's the song. original version of that's the Sprite? Oh, that is straight up rock star. Wow. Right, Carrie's <laughs> a rock great. star. Yeah, she is, and that song's great. Just saying. All right. But anyway, that's what it's 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 a little different mm-hmm. than because the, the original has the punch. This one is right. just like hey, this here one's you a go. little bit more chill, right? Kind mm-hmm. of smooth rock and roll. I like it. Well, you you need in a good Christmas list, you need dynamics. You need the faster yeah. songs, like the last three songs. songs we just played. Yes, yes. And yeah. the nice thing about really all covers in general, but especially Christmas music, is they offer you the opportunity to instantly sing along to a song you've never heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, because we all know these songs. That's true. And so everyone can sing along to this fun little rock song that you may have never heard from a guy that kind of sounds like he was in Queen. Or a share. Now, for our next category, we have best punk slash ska Christmas song. Um, and this is obviously um, probably brought to us by Greg's Guide to New Music, because yeah. a lot of us probably heard these songs. He gave me on. about 20 recommendations on this yeah. one. But <laughs> I went <laughs> I went back and listened to old episodes. Yeah. In fact, the first time Kent and I were on a microphone together was on the 2017 Greg's Guide to New Music yeah, Christmas holiday show. special. Yeah. yeah. Oh. But I'm going with this one. Oi Sound to, familiar? Oi to the World. Oi to the World. Yeah. Well done, Joel. Wow. So this is No Doubt's version of Oi to the World. And once again, 
It's a cover. Wait, I like how you say it's no, it's a version of Oi to the World. Nobody else yes. has done Oi it's, to the World. No one else has done Oi to the World. The Vandals wrote Oi to the World no. in 1996. I the thought Vandals. this was a, a New Doubt original. It's, well, it's a year after the original. So the Vandals released a song, and it's still a cool song, but it's really rough. And they were friends with No Doubt, because back then, No Doubt was a punk and ska band. Right. And they said, hey, I know you're doing a Christmas compilation. Take this song, we'll produce it for you. And no doubt took it and ran with it. This song got so much, well, I mean, airplay in the box maybe back in the day. <laughs> but it gives like credibility to Gwen Stefani before she kind of sold out. And it's just a fun song. The lyrics, a little bit incomprehensible. They're nonsense. It's about Haji and the skins, basically. So if God came down on Christmas Day, I know exactly what he'd say. He'd say, oi to the punks and oi to the skins and oi to the world. And everyone wins. That's a message of unity, <laughs> isn't it? Strange. Oi to the world. But yeah, it's it's a great song. The baseline is so good. Gwen Stefani and the song just rocks it. So it's a fun one to have on your list. Yeah. If you yeah. haven't heard it, now you have. Yeah, that was yeah. on like one of those very special Christmas albums. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not really big into this scene. Again, I do like the Greg stuff, but I, I don't really have a lot of it on my playlist. I tend to keep mine more classical. But I do like the song. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you said she was another song now. Yeah. yeah. What can I say? I like I like me my no doubt Gwen Stefani. Yeah, I, that's a good Gwen Stefani. I like no doubt. Uh, oh, I wish we diversified stuff. a little I know. bit. So, in fact, I think punk is like one of the well, maybe country as well. But there's so many original Christmas songs. Mm-hmm. Granted, half of them. Or so, so. Yeah. Yeah. But they're the ones that are like, let's just release Christmas music all the time. You yeah. guys, I was pretty close to actually choosing Oi to the World. Oh, wow. But the thing is, I didn't choose that one because I chose the right one. You which guys, is? You guys chose a good one, which I really okay. enjoy. Oh, okay. But I chose the right one. Condescension for Christmas. Thanks, Joel. Yeah, this is Merry Christmas, I Don't Want to Fight Tonight by the Ramones from the album Brain Drain, which also features Pet Cemetery. I'm like, there's an amazing Halloween song. There's an amazing yeah, strange, right? Christmas song on the same album? That hasn't happened since Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, this was before that. So this was one of those songs that I'm like, every time it comes on, I mean, the Ramones Do you enjoy have a, it? I do, because the Ramones have a very unique vocal sound. Yeah, very much so. It, it's an acquired taste. But this song, for some reason, when it gets in the chorus... I just totally enjoy it. Every time it comes on, I'm just yeah. like bobbing my head along with it. In fact, doing the research for this episode, I realized I didn't have it on my like my downloaded Christmas songs mm-hmm. that I can play offline. And I was like, I need that. And so I pulled it on there and now it's there for all my children to listen to. I mean... Their introduction to the Ramones. Merry Christmas, go. I Don't Want to Fight Tonight is a song about like, you know, families kind of having contention during the sure. holidays. And it actually contention in the band, I believe, inspired this song. Yeah, it's punk rock in the 80s. But it's it's still this peppy, uplifting song when you're listening to it. And, you know, I don't want to fight on Christmas, so I want to listen to this. One of the one of the greatest punk bands out there seeing a great punk Christmas song. Oh my gosh, I hate the Ramones so much. Yeah, they're not very good. How do you hate the Ramones? They're terrible. They play like four chords in this. When show. I was in junior high... So does Green Day! When I was in junior high, people were like, hey, punk rock, I have a punk rock t-shirt, Dead Kennedys or Ramones. And that yeah. was about it. I was like, you so, don't even know two of their songs. Because... Because they weren't because posers were they liking were Ramones. mainstream punk. Not mainstream. They they thought they were really cool. It's like yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, since Kent and I picked let's this, not fight over Christmas. I don't want to fight tonight. Since Kent and I picked the same one, my my pick I was actually going to do for this one was Frosty the Snowman by Bowling for Soup. Check it out. Yeah, it's really good. It's a good one. It's yeah. a fun one. We'll add that to the playlist. There we go. Okay, 
Now we go into uh, obviously Joel's favorite category because mm. everybody knows every that one Joel, of these is Joel's favorite category. So everybody far. knows that Joel is the hipster of baking sale. <laughs> <laughs> so on the original episode, you guys gave a hipster pick. We did. So we're going to call this another hipster pick. Well, because I know that with Kent, there can never be too many hipster picks. Every one of my picks were almost hipster picks again. I love it. This is my genre. Hipster this is my genre. Movie, music, whatever. Yeah, fine. Yeah. So, Zach, I think you're starting us. Okay. This is a song that is definitely not like a hipster singer, for sure. Uh, but I do think it's a song that probably not a lot of people know. With a hey and a he and a ho ho, with a he and a ho and a ha ha, with a ho and a ha. I'm summoning something. Is this a Are ghost singing? Happiest Christmas tree. One of the voices of Christmas here. Someone came and they found me and took me home. Is this Nat King Cole? Yes, it is. Nice. What is this? Happiest Christmas tree. Ho, ho, ho. It's a singing Christmas tree. How have I not seen this at like... How does he have a Christmas song that isn't really popular? Yeah. Because he's not the voice of Christmas. He pretty much is, though. It's so fun. I love this song. He's doing the motions, everyone. Okay, so how did you find this one? Have you always known about this song? No, I actually found this song from a like a random playlist I was listening to one day while I was putting lights on the house, and this song popped up, and I went, this is infectious and weird and goofy, and I love it, and mm. it's Nat King Cole. So it's you'd the think, deep cuts of Nat King Cole. This is why, <laughs> this is why Joel um, may have been more right about Bing Crosby being the voice of Christmas. I feel like Nat King Cole has sung so many Christmas songs that nobody listens have to. Have you heard Christmas in Killarney? Oh, well, no. Because <laughs> that's Bing Crosby. <laughs> oh. But yeah, I think this one's just really fun. I love it when it pops up. It's goofy. It's and I feel like song. it's my own little secret that, that nobody knows about. So I really want to share it. How has that not been made into a Rankin-Bass stop motion it's animation? It's true. Yeah. And I feel like we never hear about the perspective of the Christmas trees and how they feel <laughs> about being Christmas cut down. We, we don't want to know we're <laughs> chopping them down. Yeah. Or is they the happiest well, Christmas tree. Chop. Ah! Maybe they want a home. And then they see all these <laughs> fake trees being bought. They're like, no, bring me inside. Yeah. I want to be warm. I want to die. I want over the next couple weeks and have your cat climb up (laughs) (laughs) and accidentally get set on fire. Morbid. I almost pick uh, you never tango with an Eskimo, but uh, we're not going to go there on bacon sale. What is that up? That by that that's a weird song as well. Check that one out. But anyway, happiest Christmas tree by Nat King Cole. Love that song. What's your hipster pick, Joel? Cut me down. I'll be jolly. I want you guys. I'm not going to say anything when this plays. It's a short. It's a shorter clip. Will we know the song? I don't know. I don't know it. But this is. I didn't know it. But this has become a favorite in my household, and I just want this song to wash over you. Okay. Hill song? Uh, what? It's a religious. <laughs> no. Oh, it's yeah. a, the thing is, this is a, a door. This is the live version of a door by okay. Chris Tomlin. A, a door? Like a Smashing door. Pumpkins? No. Okay. Not that. Uh, not, not, not the doors. Off just the a album, single. A Door, Christmas Songs of Worship. Uh, and Chris Tomlin apparently is a very popular uh, Christian singer. I don't know him at all. Okay. But this song came on when we were randomizing uh, the playlist to Christmas music. And it came on. And my wife was like, what was that song? And then she made, we went back and found out what it was. And then she played it over and over again. And now it's become this thing where it, it the song isn't all like, that's very, oh, come all we faithful in the mm-hmm. chorus. 
but the rest of the song isn't like that. But in the chorus, everyone starts singing together. So it's, it's nice. It's this big unifying. It's it's soothing to me almost. Like I love listening to this one, like with the fire roasting and the snow falling outside, sipping cocoa. This is one that I just like playing in the background. Yeah. And I love Oh Come All You Faithful too. So this was one where I went, yes, this is the one. I don't think a lot of people know about it, but I think people would enjoy it if they listened to it. Yeah, so I liked it. it Adored by nice. Chris Tomlin. It's very good calming pick. and soothing. That, that's a good, like, lights are low. Maybe yeah. your, your room's just lit by the Christmas tree. I, I picture all the, like, people holding up their lighters yeah. or maybe their phones now up in the concert. Other than the acapella tracks, I'm going to love this playlist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This this will be my Christmas, basically. Yeah. No, what about the first one we did? That, that That's fine. <laughs> no, I was kidding. That's a great one. tracks of Sufjan Stevens. <laughs> and speaking of Sufjan Stevens, here we oh, go no. with another. Oh, no. No. In fact, I purposely didn't choose a Sufjan Stevens track for because this one. Because you did his whole album last I time. I pretty much did. So my hipster choice is by an artist named Jay Brennan, and the song is called Dear Santa. haunting yeah the song is meant to be a little haunting it's got a kind of a creepy vibe to it yeah so it's this it's a guy but it's he's writing almost as a kid but you don't know if he's grown up yet and i was listening to it and it's like this guy and he's writing a letter to santa and he's like i left you cookies and you didn't even eat my cookies like and i didn't ask for presents just take what i gave you and then you listen to the lyrics which i'm not a lyrics guy but i'm like i'm gonna pay attention to what it says and it's about an orphan that just wants to be adopted. Oh, my gosh. Wow. He just wants Santa to come and eat the cookies that he left out. And he starts singing about the cookies. Why do you got to keep bringing the show down? <laughs> no, but it's such a good song, though. Like, the whole song, it's just, it's all melody. And it's nice. Just don't listen to the lyrics at all. <laughs> <laughs> so, someone please bring us back up. <laughs> can't. Don't listen to the lyrics, but love my song. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Jay Brandon, Dear Santa. It's going to be on good. the playlist. Is this playlist going to be appropriate for kids? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, there's only two efforts in that one. Oh, <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Teach me young. <laughs> you added the badoing doing <laughs> That's scatting. <laughs> okay. Next up, we have the best Christmas medley. What did you have for this one, Joel? All right, Kent. I'll bring the room back up. Okay. Thank you. Here comes Santa Claus. Here comes Santa Claus. We're down Santa Claus Lane. So this is Here Comes Santa Claus slash Santa Claus Coming to Town by Caleb Chapman's Crescent Super Band. Okay. I, I don't like that title because I, I can never remember the band's title. Right. Uh, band's name. It's Caleb Chapman's Crescent Super Band. But they are apparently, I didn't know this. I heard it on the radio one time and I'm like, I love this song because it's mixing those two songs together. There's also some Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer in there and Frosty the Snowman. Sure. They kind of mix it all together, all these classic holiday songs. Caleb Chapman, he's a, he's a director of music. And he does, apparently he's local, and he does this thing where he gets high school kids to play instruments and sing in his band. And, and it sounds that good. Tour. Yeah. And that uh, young lady, uh, Chloe Johnson, who's doing the lead vocals in there, mm-hmm. her voice is amazing. Like, I was listening to it going, wow, this is a very impressive. When I found out she was a, uh, like a high school kid. I'm like, that's even more impressive. So this is a lot of fun. It's it's a fun melody to listen to, a very big band, jazzy feel to it. When this one comes on, you know, you got a little tap your toe to it. Do you feel like if you're a musician or singer that you would actually that you would like singing Christmas music? Because when people hear it, like in the store, they're never going to be like, who sings this version? Unless you're one of the classics, right? Yeah. They're just going to take it and say, oh, I love this song. It's just a different version like that. Yeah. Like you know, you may have heard that on the radio or yeah. in the store sometime. And you'd be like, oh, yeah, it's nice. Yeah. And that's you never look them up. You never buy their albums. But I, ha- I actually did. Okay. I actually heard this one on the radio and I was like, I really like that. And so I, it took me a while to find it because, yeah, I'm Googling Here Comes Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. How many versions of that are there? 
But I was able to find this one with the big band one and find out, you know, the radio station that played it and figured it all out. And this ended up being one of those ones that I put in heavy rotation because it just has, I mean, and, and this band, Caleb Chapman's Crescent Super Band, has played with uh, Dave Matthews Band, Journey, Big Bad Voodoo Daddy, Rolling Stones, cool. Saturday yeah. Live Band. And the funny thing is, is they're high school kids. Like they rotate. Yeah, as soon as you're out of high school, you're not in the band anymore. Basically, you get kicked out. But they kind of just keep the kids in there. And the kids are the ones who play. At least as far as I can tell, this is a music training program. Isn't that what they base kids. Whiplash on? Like with quality that good, you think it's probably <laughs> oh, that kind man. of class. Oh, man. I hope not. <laughs> I brought the room. Kent brought the room back down again. Oh, <laughs> you're welcome. Classic. What do you got, Kent? Well, I have a prodigy of just music. Wow. No, not that prodigy. It's a fire starter. It's the fireplace starter, breathe actually. Me, breathe with me. So uh, hopefully you recognize this. And yeah, we'll see just by sound alone. Doubtful. The wonderful violin music. Of Lindsay Sterling. Of Lindsay Sterling. I should have guessed it. She is a genius. You know, I mean, the music that she puts together. So she arranged this. This is the Celtic Carol, and it's We Three Kings, God Resting Merry Gentlemen, Green Sleeves. I think Star of Wonders in there as well. And this video, I think this song is done 2011. So this is like early Lindsay Sterling. It's like when she was just barely on the right. And you can, show. when you watch the video, you can tell because it's really low budget. Because now Lindsay Sterling stuff is pretty grand. Does she dance around with the violin? <laughs> you know, she does. A little prancing, maybe. Yeah, she's dressed as an elf. And she gets locked inside a Santa's workshop. I think I know that one. Yeah. So she's a dancer, prancer, and a vixen? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, but this is, it's a really great track. And, oh, many tracks because it's a medley. And it's just so much fun. And of course, I looked for a Lindsey Sterling track. She has a, an album called Warmer in Winter. Mm -hmm. And it's good as well. So go check it out. Kent, would you like to keep her warmer in winter? <laughs> Family. Cuddling, up, cuddling up on the couch <laughs> by a fire with hot cocoa, Zach. Rudolph thread. <laughs> no, stop! Wow. Why? You made me! I did not! Most wow. certainly did not. Okay. Zach, bring it back. I'm going to bring the room down again. Sorry. Oh, really? Well, you see, I don't like acapella. This is we already acapella. did this one. But in December of 1998, <laughs> Personal at story. Indiana University... A group came together. No, Zach. No, I do think that that song's funny. It's oh, the, the worst. What song? Christmas, my true love gave to me a partridge in a pear tree. Oh, is this is this straight? It's the only digestible version of what is Christmas. Well, well, that's just a tree. It gets fun. Look, they messed up. Kent's giving you glaring eyes. I know. He's giving you Grinch I know. But they move into other songs. I think I remember seeing this video. Yeah, you probably have. It's really popular. That was abrupt. Not a fan. Oh my gosh. Get the music critic. You know, oh, all, their parents, all their parents in the crowd like, <laughs> how much money am I paying for oh, them to Brian, be here? Brian, you did so wonderful. And then they move into uh, singing Africa. Yes. But but do, the do, words do, of... Uh, do, 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 do. Yeah. So anyway, so I, upset right now. I know, but I think it's fun. What can I say? I agree with Zach. It's fun. 12 Days of go. Christmas is a terrible song. But if it you is can a find a fun song. version of it, then And that good. version is only like two minutes long. That song's only like two and a half. Okay, minutes then long. it's palatable. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. fine. Yeah, you don't get the twelve-minute full version what? by the choir, by the by the Christmas people standing at your door and carolers. Whenever they sing five golden rings, it lasts forever. I love. That's the only part we know, though. <laughs> it's Everyone's so true. like five golden rings. French hens in there somewhere. 
I don't know. I, I don't know why that's a thing. Just I hate that song so much. But that version's fun. There we go. Do you guys remember the Arby's version of yes. Twelve Days? <laughs> yeah, five roast beef sandwiches. Yeah. Of course you like, do. I kind of like the change. Why not yeah, five onion rings? <laughs> like, really? Missed sense. opportunity. This next category I really struggled with personally, but this is song you love from movie you don't. So the movie I'm going for is Olaf's Frozen Adventure. Whoa. Why? Uh, I'll tell you why. Because there's a song in there which isn't great. This is almost my odd cover because it doesn't sound like the song in there. It's Anna and Elsa singing to each other. And the song is called When We're Together. And I already think they kind of have a weird relationship anyways. Like, this isn't a Christmas movie and it doesn't sound like it's going to be a Christmas song. Olaf's Frozen Adventure. If that doesn't Winter ring Christmas. Winter doesn't equal Christmas. So listen. It came on before Coco. It was covered by a band called Sleeping at Last. And this song is beautiful. Sounds like Christmas Really? Thanks, Joel. A little bit. For your approval. Or horror movie. That's true. And so... And it will oh, get here when sounds, you listen to it. It sounds like an apple. Listen. Shirt's nice to open a gift. Oh. That's tied. Did you just get a crush on the singer or Joel again? <laughs> no, but my coffee's almost ready. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so I thought Jake was gone. <laughs> so Sleeping at Last are amazing. They have several great covers and original songs, but this I is one. I thought you were going to play something by Olaf singing. No, heavens no. Listen to this. When we're together, my favorite Sounds gift like is Sam you. Smith. No, you it stop does. it right now. Discount Sam Smith. Except Sam Smith, have you heard Sam Smith? Yeah. He can't help but go into falsetto at the highest rate possible. <laughs> hey, I'm glad I chose music for the show. It's fun. <laughs> so when we're together, it's actually a beautiful song. I'll listen to it. I thought you were going to play something by Olaf. That's why I was against no, it. No, so I actually found this song on a playlist. I'm like, that's a great song. And then I found out that it's from Olaf's Thrones. No, that's weird. Like, no, mm-mm. it's too good. But yeah, check it out. That just goes to show that in together. the right context, anything can be cool. Right. And yeah. if someone else takes the song and makes it better, sure. Frozen can be half decent. And then that, that literally, though, that's so much of Christmas music right there. Right. Like it started with maybe a weird, questionable beginning, but mm-hmm. it's become, you know, covers become classics. Exactly. There we go. Well, mine, mine is from, well, I'd say definitely a, a famous Christmas movie. That you don't like. Yeah. This is a famous Christmas movie. Not a big fan. I've actually talked about it on the show, how I don't really like this movie that much. Oh, crap. I think it, it's not a Christmas movie. It's Halloween. What's this? What's this? It's Halloween. This color everywhere. What's I'll give you this song. This is a Christmas song. Wait, wait. Okay, What's you do this? like this song. Okay. I, I like this song. I just have a hard time with the fact that it's, it's a movie you don't like. I don't like this song. It's, 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 uh, it's 70 minutes long and half of it's music. Christmas and Halloween mixed together in joyous I would rather watch wonder. like six YouTube videos. Exactly. Uh, I've seen you in plays that were about three hours long. I think you should give some credit to the short thing. <laughs> that is a wonderful music. But you like great this story. Song. I like, like this song. song. Yeah. I actually like the music it's of Nightmare Before Christmas more than I like the heads. movie. But that song is great. Delightful. It's wonderful. Yeah. Clever and it, wordplay. Uh, yeah. Great melodies. And the wonderment of, of discovering a Christmas land. It, it makes me feel that, that warmth of Christmas because Which this is a really so good... early on in the movie that it, it basically says it's a Christmas movie from then on. After you know, this, you know, that Halloween. Halloween. You this know, that is, movie is about discovering the true meaning of Halloween, right? The true meaning of Christmas. It's saved nope. Christmas. This nope. They saved Christmas. Speaking to of season one, to, dis- <laughs> to discover the meaning of Halloween. That's fine. <laughs> But yeah, so Nightmare Before Christmas, what's this is my choice. It's a good choice. Yes. What do you got, Joel? Uh, I actually surprised that uh, more of us didn't pick this one because I just, I don't know, movie's meh, but the song, I'm curious. Where are 
I hate this movie. I hate this song. You hate the song? Yeah. So this one, I, I just overly sappy. Yeah, I think it's a little too sen- yeah sentimental. But it's well, now okay. part of Christmas, though, right? When when Faith Hill is singing it, yes. When Taylor Momsen, the little girl, is singing it, I actually believe it a little bit more. Do you cry? No, you don't cry. I don't think I cry at this wow. song because it was in the middle of the Grinch, and I yeah, I don't. You really were so care. mad. I don't really care about I, I, the 1966 20 minute, 26 minute short of how the Grinch stole Christmas is perfection to me. And so the 2000s, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, is with all cur- the weird stuff. Curtly band filler, like yeah. you just they fill it out with all the stuff you don't really need. You don't want to see the Grinch as a child? No, don't really care weird. about that. Yeah, and that I mean, the worst thing about the light gun when they're shooting the lights on the on the house, I want that. Yeah, uh, but this song, by the way, this song was actually written by Mariah Carey, James Horner, and Will Jennings. Wow, and that, Mariah that Carey tracks. was supposed to sing it. But then because of a legal case with her ex-husband, she it could not be released. Her version could not be released. So then Faith Hill stepped in and said, I'll take it. And I would like to actually like to hear Mariah Carey's version of this. I like Faith Hill. I think Faith, Faith Hill is a fantastic singer with a powerful voice, mm-hmm. especially at the end of this song where she's really getting into it. It sounds really good. Zach, is this one of those overplayed songs? Because this is part of Christmas tradition now. Yeah. You hear this all the time. Um, I generally don't like slow Christmas songs. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I, I, I generally don't. Um, I, and I don't like uh, manufactured sentimentality. And that's a little bit what that feels like for me. Granted, I, I think that... Isn't acting manufactured <laughs> sentimentality? Sure. Yeah. Why not? Hmm. But I just... Uh, it's, a, it's starting to get a little Christmas shoesy for me. Really? A little bit. Not quite as much. No one's, <laughs> That's the low no one's bar. dying in this song. <laughs> Where are you, Christmas? <laughs> don't you no. feel that, though? Like, uh, don't, no, uh, I feel it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. I'm just saying, every Christmas, don't you guys have that moment of like, oh, man, this doesn't feel like it used to. And you mm-hmm. eventually maybe it'll catch up to you, but you have that kind of where is it? Where's that feeling See, I wanted? Slow feel. Christmas music for me is being outside, looking up and seeing the first snowflakes fall in there as I crystallizing. It's just or in beautiful looking out with your hot cocoa. Yeah, I don't dislike all slow songs. I have a couple on my list, but um, that one just is a little bit sweet for me. And it is. And I, yeah. I feel like Faith Hill, when she sings it, it is a little too much like, well, we're trying here. But mm-hmm. when little girl sings it in the movie, I went, I believe that. Yeah, I like that. I, I, I get that logic. That yeah. tracks. But I chose the Faith Hill version because I, I really like how when it gets powerful at the end. So there you go. Song I love from movie, I don't. All right. Okay. And just for the record, if you like the Grinch, you're not that bad of a person. It's fine. Bad taste. <laughs> yeah. If you like that song, we can still be friends. There's what, only one what, version what, of the what Grinch. What if you like the CGI version of the Grinch that just came out? No. Nope. Nope. No. Nope. Benedict Cumberbund? Yes. Uh, I've never seen that. Is it good? Nope. No. Okay. Like I was put a period on that. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Next up we have, wait, this is a Christmas song? What does this category mean to you guys? I don't know if I did this one right. Well, I would see this wait, on wait, wait, a playlist. Wait. I'd say wait until we get to it and explain okay. why we thought. Okay. 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 Explain your reasoning behind it. I think that this is, for me, the ultimate. Why do we keep playing this song? Because of one line in it that's a throwaway thing? Girls in white dresses with blue yes. satin sashes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Snowflakes. Snowflakes that fall on my nose and eyelashes. Brown paper packages tied up with string. Yeah. I mean, it could be parcels, oh, but sure. it's probably Christmas presents. My favorite things. I like Christmas oh, presents. Sometimes that dogs bite me at Christmas. Yo, Sometimes. It, hey, Joel, Christmas bees. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I actually have a legitimate question. That's not a band name. <laughs> I do have a legitimate question. Is there any Christmas in this movie? Like, is there no. a Christmas scene? No. I'm, just, I'm going through all three hours of my head. Give they're me in a the second. Alps, right? Yeah, but I don't remember. I don't remember specifically a Christmas scene in *The Sound of Music*, and yet people consider that a Christmas movie. I don't get it. I don't get it. 
Nope. I think it's just because it's a it's a family type movie. It's because it played all the time because they needed to fill the hours. Yeah, with, with shows, and so they filled it. with... Well, don't say that way. It's a good film. I like Sound of Music. Yeah, it's not a Christmas movie. No, and it's not a Christmas song. I don't get why it comes up. Granted, if you played the Julie Andrews version of it, yeah, she's got a gorgeous voice. It's nice, but it's just why is it popping up? All you need there is ringing of some bells in the background, and it becomes a straight and a up Christmas movie. And a woodblock. And a woodblock. Yeah, Joel, yeah. where are you with the woodblock on that one? <laughs> there it is. Plastic. Anyway, as well. uh, my favorite things from The Sound of Music. Why is this a Christmas song? Mine's more of a, wait, this is a Christmas song now? I feel like this song never ends. Christmas Canon by Trans-Siberian Orchestra, which is Pockbill's Canon in D. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is a Christmas song now? Oh, wait, here it comes. On this night, on this night, on this very Christmas night. Oh, is this tattoo? I love this version. I love that part. Uh, but no, t- uh, yeah, that's Johann weird. Yeah. Canon in D major is a relaxing, soothing song, which it's a love song. It's a graduation song. It's yeah, kind it's of it's a Coolio song. It's yes. the second walking down an aisle song. Yeah. No, that's because I, I've heard this at weddings. I've heard this for re- relaxation music. I've heard yeah. this <laughs> vitamin C graduation <laughs> song. Yeah. And so I've heard this so many versions. And then when this came on, I was like, and now it's a Christmas song. Like this is. I they threw the choir in there. I really like this song, but mm-hmm. it's, it's and I'm impressed with how versatile it is. And I actually do like this version of Christmas Canon. They actually did release a Christmas Canon rock where they add a little more guitar. I was going to say my, my problem with this song is it goes nowhere. Yeah, like it doesn't it doesn't escalate to something that you expect when you hear the other Trans Siberian Orchestra. I heard songs. oh who was that? I think it was a comedian or just a podcast. I don't remember who I listened to, but they were talking about what it's like to be a cello player. During this song, and just doing the same, <laughs> and you're watching everyone else like over done? and over Are we good? again. Uh, but no, I, I I do enjoy it, but I have to admit, when I hear it, I go, it feels it Christmassy. It just the song isn't Christmassy. No, and the, they they added in lyrics, they added in the choir, and that makes it Christmassy. But and what are the lyrics on this very Christmas night? Is that the song from The Omen? <laughs> <laughs> what did Maybe. we just invoke? Uh, <laughs> Christmas Krampus. <laughs> yeah, and this is from their 1998 album, The Christmas Attic. Okay. Kent? So my reasoning here was I found this on every playlist. In fact, I had a mix CD I made way back in the day, and I put the song on here because it's so beautiful. But the more I listen to it, I go, is this Christmas? Yeah, it mentions winter a few times. This is Winter Song by Ingrid Michaelson and Sarah Bareilles. Really? Yeah. On Christmas lists, huh? This Everywhere. Is my song to you. This is my winter song to you. December never felt so wrong. They mentioned December? They mentioned winter? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They Christmas! Re- they reference around the holiday. They reference that it's cold and not being with someone, but that's it. But because it does feel cold, it, it feels snowy in a way. And because the vocals are so pretty. It yeah. fits right along. Yeah, with, sure. But is yeah. it any less Christmassy than Jingle Bells? No, Which I would say not. not mention Sleigh Christmas Ride. Doesn't yeah, yeah. Like Christmas. when people hear this on the playlist, they'll be like, oh, this is a beautiful song. It could be played at Christmas, mm-hmm. but it isn't necessarily a Christmas song. Sure. Hmm. So, yeah. Okay. Ingrid Michaelson, who went pretty far in our uh, One Hit Wonders bracket. I like her. And Sarah Bareilles. So, yeah. Who I also like. She's great. Okay, now that brings us to something that we are very well equipped to talk about here on Bacon Sale, which is country music. Let's do a country Christmas song. Zach, you say that. Yeah. 
But you don't understand that I do enjoy country music. Oh, come on. <laughs> you don't really, I like though. everything today. It's Christmas. Oh, <laughs> Stop it. First episode Joel. of December, we jump into the Christmas You're pool. You're so of the sappy weekend. today. And this one definitely is more of a... Uh, this is a sentimental pick, because this is one of my dad's favorite Christmas songs. Oh, that's nice. And sure. So it became sure. one of mine. Christmas times are coming. Christmas times are coming. I love Christmas it. Christmas times are so this is Christmas Times to Come in by Emmylou Harris off the 1979 album Light of the Stable. And this is a popular bluegrass song. A lot of a lot of people had played this, including Johnny Cash, Oak Ridge Boys did it. But this is one where it's just so peppy and fun and infectious. Like this one starts happening. You just want to get out a banjo or like a tambourine, start slapping your knees, be like, and people Christmas probably did. They're like, there's 37 in. people on stage right now. <laughs> Probably so. But it's nice. It's fun. It is. And it's it's a fun, innocent, happy song about just, you know, it, it's that whole sentiment of like Christmas is coming. I'm going are, home. I'm very excited about are it. Are there any lyrics other than that? Yes. Okay. Can you hear them bells ringing, singing? But yeah, my dad. <laughs> That's adorable. My dad had a huge crush on Amy Lou Harris back in the day. Yeah. That was his celebrity crush. Well, one of his celebrity crushes. He had a podcast dedicated to her. <laughs> he did. <laughs> yeah. Amy Lou Harris cell. Um, <laughs> but no, so that he would listen to this one all the time. And actually, I felt bad because I was... Years ago, a couple years ago, I was talking about how I you know, was showing my kids all this Christmas song, stuff like that. And he put this one on and they didn't recognize it. And I felt like I'd failed as oh, a okay. son. So I added it to my list and now my kids are getting to know it even more. So Christmas yeah. times are coming. You will like this Harris. based on nostalgia alone. Or I know I'm going home. So I chose the best Christmas country song uh, last show. And it's the Oak Ridge Boys. Uh, Happy birthday, Jesus. <laughs> I remember that one. We Jesus you were was born us. today. I love. Happy birthday. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I and listened I, to it many times since then. Right? It's yeah. so much fun. But I went with a, a, a modern one because I'm not very familiar with country music at all. And so I got some help on this one. It's a very well-known Did you ask Christmas a male song. or a female? A female. Okay. And so it's a very, like I said, very well-known Christmas song by Carrie Underwood. Nice. Mary, did you know? Joel, you're giving me a look right now. What's going on? What? Of all the Christmas songs out there in the world, this is one where I just get annoyed. Yes. Why? Yes, she, yes knew. she knew. Yes, she knew. She knew. An angel came before any of this happened. <laughs> okay. And told so, her. So you're you're cutting it down based on plot holes? Is that yes. <laughs> the whole song is a plot hole? This man. is the Dark Knight Rises of Christmas <laughs> oh, music. Shame on you. <laughs> This is this is Endgame. All it's right. A, okay. It's a beautiful sentiment. You know it. And it's Time a beautiful travel. sentiment. And I understand if they would add a reel in there, like, did you really know? Like, did you understand how? Maybe this, there how was times she struggled. But no, what I mean is like, it just feels like it's like, did you know? Yeah, she knew. Kind of told that this was how it was okay, going to okay, happen. So you're saying okay, that invalidate aside. the whole song because it's a sweet song and yeah. it's about Mary and it's so nice. I know. And it is theological Christmas, which... We haven't mentioned a lot of, and this is, is great for it. Okay. And there are very many country versions of this song, like Kenny Rogers and Winona Judd have a version of this. Very well known. But yeah, this is a beautiful rendition. And Carrie Underwood voice is fantastic. Absolutely. It's like butter. It's like butter. And it, it doesn't sound too butter, country butter. either, which I'm okay with. <laughs> you like the twang? Mm, I, I do like traditional mm-hmm. twang. Like, that's good. Blue voice. Okay. Great. Yeah. Well, let's stop there. <laughs> So country music for you stopped in the early 80s. <laughs> yeah, there's Johnny Cash, some Willie Nelson. That's about <laughs> it. Done. So yeah, Mary Did You Know by Carrie Underwood. Oh, Willie Nelson has some good songs. Willie, he does. Uh, so I have a couple honorable mentions here. Willie Nelson, definitely great. Mm-hmm. Uh, his Frosty the Snowman is probably yes, my favorite. That's a fun one. Um, pretty much anything by Dolly Parton is oh, fun to listen yeah, to at I Christmas. Yeah, I not up Dolly Parton. Yeah. Uh, she actually just put out a new album this year, too. Uh, Holly her. Dolly Christmas. So. <laughs> oh, I, for, I forgive her for that. How yeah. has she not used that before? She right? is a national right. treasure. 
But uh, this one, I think we can all agree, is fantastic. I almost thought it was Christmas shoes for a second. <laughs> that would be terrible, wouldn't it? Where's Aaron Neville? I don't know how much. <laughs> it was almost Christmas time. And there I stood in another. No, it is Christmas. No! Oh my gosh! <laughs> you, you know, everyone was screaming, like, guys, you know what's coming. <laughs> no, that's the thing. Is I'm sitting there going, I kept being like, it sounds like Christmas shoes, it but he Christmas wouldn't shoes. pick that. Zach, you're a monster. He wouldn't pick that. Okay, hey, that was on our last show. That is an invalid pick. You're right. I just had to troll you guys. Was that a Zach attack? That was, <laughs> yes. I'm not okay with it. That so that wasn't attack. your pick. Oh, no, you just it was not. Tainted the air. You I just did. punk. Uh, speaking of bringing the room down, you, Mister uh, Potter. I will lift it up with a very fun song you may not have heard of, but uh, I also had to call in some help on this one. I actually called my mom and I said, "I don't really listen to a ton of country music. What What do you think on this one?" And she reminded me of a Christmas album that we had that I, I really enjoyed. Uh, do you guys know Clint Black? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Clint Black has a Christmas album that's great. has this really cool song called The Coolest Pair. If I could take a ride on Rudolph, we'd trim the treetops, knock in a boot off. It's fun. This is country that leans into being country, and I appreciate yeah. that. And it's it's a fun song about like if I hung out with Frosty, it would be awesome. If I was, we'd be I'd, be, awesome. I'd be buddies with Rudolph. Let's go down a chimney, Santa. I like it. And who's, so, who's this by? Clint Black. Clint Black. So it says Clint Black. Clint Black, the coolest pair. Huh. All right, it's too much country on bacon silk. Can we move no, on? Okay. it's okay. We're it's fun. I just I have I, no problem with it. So I listened to this song. My mom actually suggested another one from this album, and I. I listened to it and was like, oh, yeah, I really like this song. And then I saw this on the on the playlist or mm-hmm. on the album, and I clicked on it, and I just like ratatouille whooshed back <laughs> to my younger days. <laughs> and I was like, I remember this song, and I had so much fun That's listening cool. to it. And so, uh, you know, again, you may not have heard it. You don't really hear it on the radio, but it is a very fun song about Christmas, and I like to keep it light and fluffy. Light and fluffy is good. There we go. Okay, now we will move into... We have uh, two more categories left. Are you guys ready for this? Ready. Joel's okay. not because he never wants this to end. Mm-hmm. Here's I'm enjoying your, this. Here's your most underrated song. Your most underrated song. What do you think, Ken? I'm going to start this one, and this is underrated. A, a hipster pick? No, actually. Oh, really? This is a very well-known band, but for the work that they've done for modern-day Christmas. They've done so much. Pentatonics? And it, and not, no. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Pentatonics, there's probably like a pentagram in there somewhere, right? Like, is that how they got their name? So. It's how they got their powers. That's their acapella <laughs> powers. <laughs> They're all hard. They're an occult. Makes sense. Makes sense. So Gross. this band, one of the biggest bands on the planet, but... What they've done for Christmas, uh, we love it, but not a lot of people talk about it. Some time ago at Santa's place up in the old North. The Killers. The Killers. Yeah, Yeah. they do a Christmas song every year. Yeah, so they did stop in 2016. Mm -hmm. So they did like 12 songs. And this song is called Joel, Joel, the Lump of Coal. (laughs) (laughs) I love this song more than life. Yeah. So they would, yeah, once a year, every Christmas, they would perform a song, usually on the late shows or whatnot, and it was always a big deal. And they kind of just, you could find them on YouTube, but that was it. But finally this year, they have put them on an album. Oh, and they got cool. a few other big recording artists to do the songs with them. It's it's, it's great. And these so, are original Christmas songs. These aren't covers. Yes. Yeah. And I think there may be a cover, too, on the album, but original, like, Please Don't Shoot Me, Santa. Like, where would you hear that <laughs> but from the killers? Or Weird Al. Yeah, exactly. But I this song, crazy. Joel the Lump of Coal, is actually like a really 
beautiful song. Don't uh, even look at though, me when you say that. <laughs> I really am. <laughs> but it's about a coal who Santa really kind of just treats poorly. And then he goes to a kid who deserves a lump of coal and it becomes a diamond for this kid. They become best friends. But the Aww. kid was naughty. Yeah, but still, even naughty kids deserve a diamond. They both improved that their situation, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, hey, Joel, are you familiar with that? I, I've listened to a lot of them. Sadly, I feel like a lot of their songs were in one ear out the other. I'm like, that was fun. And then I didn't go back and listen to them. Yeah. So they didn't stick. This yeah. is always something I look forward to every year. I might have, to, get so, the, I might have to listen to the album. Now. You should. My little yeah. brother, Mike, loves these, by yeah. the way. He loves their songs. He's so. got good taste. Yeah, he does. Sometimes. <laughs> so my underrated Christmas song is a classic. It is a song that you will hear a lot, and I, I think that it doesn't get enough attention or praise. It's, Crap, it's covered by a lot. We might have picked the same one. I don't think so. Okay. I don't know. Maybe. But this song to me is the ultimate. This is the, you know, have the lights down low with a cup of hot chocolate, enjoy oh, yeah. a nice quiet Christmas. Is Lindsay Sterling there? I know. The same one. Okay. But Karen Carpenter is. Frosted. Okay. Okay, good. The Christmas Waltz. Great it's song. a simple song. Mm-hmm. It's essentially this a famous, album's so very good. famous album. Yeah, this album's amazing. Um, this song basically is just a Hallmark card worth of lyrics. Yeah, it's very simple. It's yeah. not particularly long, but it's so relaxing in really any version, uh, except for Frank Sinatra's because he sings too too slow in it. Um, but I just, this song to me is, like, I have hairs standing up on my arm right now. I just love it so much because it feels like the best parts of Christmas. It's not necessarily about the, you know, the hustle and bustle. It's not, uh, you know, about the excitement. It's about the romanticism of it. It feels, uh, you know, you, you keep things close to home and quiet and and peaceful. The album and really does feel that way. The whole album well. is that mm-hmm. way. And I love Christmas Waltz and I love her version of it. And Karen Carpenter is the real voice of Christmas. What do you say? Wow. Yes. Hot takes. Yeah. All right, Zach. Calm down. Okay. What do you got? So <laughs> my underrated one is one I feel is perfect for having the lights down low. A okay. cup of cocoa. Okay. Oh, no. Really sets same the mood. Call. No, it's not the same one. But it is by the Carpenters. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. So I'll Be Home for Christmas is a very popular tune, but I feel like it's one that a lot of people either don't want to sing or skip over because it's too slow. It's so slow. It is slow, but at the same time, I feel like this is one of the most sincere Christmas songs out there, which is why I don't think it gets enough respect. Because you look at the lyrics and it's just, I'll be home for Christmas. You can count on me. I'll be home for Christmas, if only in my dreams. And they wrote this one. They actually, this one was actually written, recorded by Bing Crosby, and it was for soldiers who were overseas and longed to be home at Christmas time. And, and now it's like businessmen in the city that need to get to their Hallmark yes, movie. Exactly. <laughs> but I feel like this is one of those songs that I'm like, this isn't sappy. This is this is a very heartfelt song. It does have a Muzak background a little bit, but Karen Carpenter really brings oh. it home. And that, that whole album, the Christmas Portrait album, is one of yeah. those classic albums. The Carpenters just blew it out of the park when it comes to Christmas. Mm-hmm. But I feel like with all the fun and peppy, happy Christmas songs, and even some of the slower, more popular ones, that I'll be home for Christmas is kind of like the old standard that people are like, yeah, yeah, that one that, you know, the crooners sing, but it really does have a good message and it's got a good feel to it. I love the Carpenter's version. Bing Crosby does an amazing version as well. So I, I feel like it's just not, doesn't get enough respect and that's why I put it underrated. Okay. And one I of the classics, it, but yeah. not thought of as highly. Yeah. Sure. One of the, one of the lesser classics is right. what I would say. 
Okay. Like the Hawkeye of Christmas songs. <laughs> Please no. <laughs> yeah. Okay. For our final category, we have the best duet or collaboration. Now, you guys can't pick Band-Aid. Wouldn't, Why not? You didn't do time. it. You did it last time. That's it was right. on last time's show. We did. Not as a good category. No, it was yeah. a bad one. I like it. And let's uh, but start. But don't you like? <laughs> uh, Mary, did you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> and I guess I'll start here. So I uh, wanted to use this in actually a couple different categories. I love this song. And I know some people don't. But I actually love this entire uh, album as well. Um, Canada represents well here, but not in Michael Buble. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is Bare Naked Ladies featuring uh, Sarah McLaughlin. All so much Canadian, Canadian supergroup right here. All happening here. Uh, God rest you great gentlemen. That they also go into uh, what's the other song? Uh, we Three Kings. We Three Kings. There we go. Which is one of Kent's favorites. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I just, I like this version. I like the heavy use of the, like the stand-up bass here. Yeah. Um, it's just one that I actually crank up when I hear it in the car. Uh, I think God Rest You Merry Gentlemen of that style of Christmas song is just so great. Yeah. It's probably my favorite, like more classic Christmas that, yeah. song. Mm-hmm. That was Kent's uh, best overall. Last I think time. so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's a great, it's a great choice. Yeah, because it's a great song. And I, I think this version again. I do like the more fun, peppier stuff, but I just I like the energy and I like how it drives through. And even when it slows down a little bit with Sarah McLaughlin, when I, she I it does that verse about the two-legged animals, though, or just like <laughs> three legs, like it's really sad. Yeah, oh. yeah. I do feel like donating money when I hear it a yeah. little bit. <laughs> yeah, but I'll anyway, take it. A little is, bit of guilt. That is my pick. It's a good pick. It is. Um, so duet and collaboration can mean a lot of things, mm-hmm. but I feel like this was the best representation of that. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> we got a match. Yes. It's a first one is the last category. No, I matched uh, Oi to the World. Oh, that's yes. right. Yeah, yeah, okay. So. so this one, it was released on uh, Bare Naked Ladies Home for, no, Bare Naked for the Holidays in 2004. Family friendly. Seriously. <laughs> that's their album title. It's true. But it was originally recorded like back in the 90s with the... Uh, uh, Sarah McLaughlin was friends with Bare Naked Ladies and so mm-hmm. they got together and recorded this together mm-hmm. and there's so many things I enjoy about it Zach you already talked about a lot of it but one thing I wanted to bring up is God Rest You Merry Gentlemen was actually originally called God Rest You Merry Gentlemen and like hmm. ye is not even the right way to use it in that context the way they did it hmm. anyway that's true there's a whole Feels more sacred. about it yeah but uh, and then they go into We Three Kings which Kent enjoys but I I enjoy this one so much for so many reasons it's just peppy fun uh, and then I enjoy. I also enjoy at the end how I think Sarah McLaughlin messes up because they're doing this round of like "God rest ye merry gentlemen," kind of everyone's rounding over each other. Yeah. The song's going, going, and I don't think she knows when to stop because they stop, and then she goes for like a beat or two further, and then she cuts off. She's showboating. So listen for that at the end. I think she. I think she was just, caught by surprise. Just might have ruined it. So Zach, I think you made a great pick. Thank you. I, I think you two. made a great pick. Oh, thank you. Yes, those are great picks. What do you have, Kent? But it's not the greats. It's not David Bowie being Crosby. I knew you'd pick it. You've already used this one, Zach. But like, it's a good choice. I wanted to put it here too. There's, there's no greater duet. This is, you know, one of the voices. Christmas, of Christmas. duet or duet? I'm just trying to figure out where you're drawing the line. Oh, Christmas duet. Okay, just making sure. But at the same time, like David Bowie and Bing Crosby in the same room. This is five weeks before Bing Crosby's death. Right. This was old and new coming together. Yeah. Yeah. And at the same time, like David Bowie was coming in, just kind of. The new guy here, he, he had a weird career at this point. I mean, if you know David Bowie, you know right. that to be the case. Bizarre. And he was trying to normalize his career. Mm-hmm. And so he thought, hey, why not? Why should I go to like Bing Crosby's 
Christmas specials, which he was doing like every year at that point. Yeah. And this was, and I want to see this because I never saw, I saw the music video. It was like a BBC foggy soundstage. It yeah. was. And I was like, what's this from? Is this a skit? But it's from like a 30 minute special. Yeah. And, and I kind of want to see the whole thing. I now. like the old music. I actually like new music. I know. Too. I'm one of those guys that I'm like, just yeah, get to Some of it's marvelous. Some of it's really fine. Get to the yeah. song. Get to the song. Get to the song. Because then when they get to the song, I'm like, ah, there it is. Yeah. But the, the awkward acting at the beginning, I'm like, no. It's funny, though. If you do listen to it, you can tell it's like a little bit lower quality. Like it was just filmed on a TV special. And yeah. It wasn't like a studio recording. But somehow it's ingrained in Christmas now. Yeah. And I just think these two legends at this point, because now even David Bowie, like he has passed. But like at that point, he was a young dude. Yeah. And it was like this, the passing of a torch almost. Granted, different kind of careers for sure. But two amazing, unforgettable voices. So... What That's better, our pick. What better voice to finish on than uh, yeah. Bing, Bing Crosby's, Crosby's, right? The voice of David Christmas. Bowie. Bowie. Bowie's in Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there we go. We have our 12 categories. We Aww, did 12, 12 categories, categories of Christmas. Of Christmas. Joel, and, I feel like we need to revisit this again because really? you What's love left? Christmas music so much. I know that you left some darlings off of this I list. Did. So yeah. in five years, we're going to do another show just like this. <laughs> five years. Okay. Yeah, it'll be my gift to you. Yes, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, you're that. welcome. Well, and that's the thing is like I, I think honorable mentions have to be off the table because yeah. I, I, we threw those in, but we didn't use them. So technically they don't count, right? Right. But there may be more than what? near 80, 80 Christmas songs? Well, I'm we not get, sure if they exist. If we get into the nitty gritty of using different versions and things like that, right. because again, as we saw with a lot of the covers we talked about, a, you can change a version of a song and mm-hmm. change the whole feel. But and let us know your uh, thoughts on the categories that we picked, and then let us know if you have ideas for categories for five years in the future. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Let us know. But before we go, we'd like to give some love to our patrons, which includes The Shadow... Ooh. Terry Finlay, Sweet Bottom Cakes, Jessica Drought, Sean Sanquist, Plot Twist Media, Kyler Loves Bacon Sale, Jennifer Kilkowski, Glocklin Daniel, Crew Dutler, Braden Winterton, Babs, Alicia Bass, and Adrian Gray. And we also get some love to the Bacon Council, which includes Stephen Ross, Ryan Farron, Matt's, ah, uh, Chris Anderson, Jessica Terry, Hailstorm, and Brian Madsen, and Reverse Listener. Thank you so much for being our patrons, all of you who are our patrons, and we'll see you at our patron Zoom Where It Happened event tomorrow. <laughs> but if you want to find me, you can find me at 76 Joel on Twitter. You can find me performing Quickwits. They perform Saturday nights at 9 o'clock for free on Facebook. For more deals, go to qwcomedy.com or go to the Quickwits Facebook page. If you want to find me on Twitter or Instagram, it's at Kenny3DD. If you want to read my movie reviews, it's showtimeshowdown.com. If you'd like to connect with me, you can do so on Twitter and Instagram at Tumbling Mustard. But more importantly, make sure you're following Bacon Sale on all the social media. You can like the page on Facebook as well as going to at Bacon Sale on Twitter and Instagram. While you're doing that, stop by tpublic.com slash bacon sale. Get yourself some merch. We've got some great, it's honestly a great gift for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I actually ordered some stuff recently and got it fairly quickly as far as shipping goes. So nice. order now, tpublic.com slash bacon sale. And then if you'd like to support the show further, you like what's going on here, you can do so at patreon.com slash bacon sale, where support starts at just $3 a month, where you can get in on fun things like bacon bits that happen a lot of the time. And we're <laughs> Most obviously, like, like Joel mentioned, we are, you know, doing a meetup tomorrow. So things like that are going to go on at patreon.com slash bacon sale. So until next time, five Christmases ago, we gave you our hearts. And the very next day, you gave them away. So this year, to keep us from tears... We'll give it to someone special, but doing a doing. <laughs> You've brainwashed my 11 year old son right to now. play this and laugh at me. This is all filler. 
I'm Kent. I'm flushed. I am, I am very, very attractive to Joel, but I am Zach. <laughs> little, oh. That little vibrato kicking in. Yeah. Oh, that was good. Now you're just flirting with me. That was good. <laughs> I'm flush. He is back. It's Batman again. Okay. He's attacking my vocal range. <laughs> Joel's house is full of joy. Michael Bublé is a hack. He is a Canadian treasure. His when Joel sang that opener, he became my Michael Bublé. I gotta take a mid-show break, guys. <laughs> oh, Man, I hate unified boy. singing of joy. We twa hey pidle e the burn fray morning sun till dine, but seas between us braid the roar. Cut the show! <laughs> Cut the show! <laughs> Listen to my drums! Woohoo! It's so gin- Is this the Sonic soundtrack? Like, what's going on here? How did you get that scar? I don't want to talk about it. I just don't like you'll, snakes. You'll have to read the comic oh, books. Yeah. And I'm going to offend the fans of Straight No Chaser. I want to die right now. Come stab me, please. <laughs> I can hear her tooth in that song. <laughs> but really, it's like if you clipped your fingernails and put them down it's on the floor. Logo. It, it's yeah. a band logo. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but I just really mostly... <laughs> Not weird compared to Joel's Badoingadoing. <laughs> Nothing is. Family friendly. <laughs> Don't make it possessive. That makes it weird. Joel's Badoingadoing. Stop it. <laughs> Family friendly. <laughs> Are ghosts singing? Say the happiest Whoa. Christmas tree. Chop. Ah! Someone please bring us back up. <laughs> is this playlist going to be appropriate for kids? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, there's only two efforts in that one. Yeah. So she's a dancer, prancer, and a vixen? For them oh, to be Brian, here. you did so wonderful. And wait, on YouTube they can make videos about whatever? Yeah. Hey, Joel, Christmas bees. And what are the lyrics on this very Christmas night? Is that the song from The Omen? What did wait. we just invoke? Really I like know. everything today. It's Christmas. Uh, <laughs> what? Yeah. Are you okay? Am I taking crazy pills? Yeah, yeah. you just all sudden took crazy pills. Oh man, I got turned around there. Counterclockwise. Every time the bedoing-a-doing happens, I start laughing. <laughs> hey, hey. That's just you Joel. Too. Hey, That's you said Joel's life. Family-friendly, Joel. <laughs> Family-friendly, your mind. Every day.